Hey everyone, welcome to After the Kids Go Down. We're your hosts. I'm Eileen Sonu. And I'm Bona Lou. I want to start this off by saying that, honestly, we recorded this so many times. I can't even tell you how many times we recorded this. How many times we've planned, recorded, mm-hmm. deleted, remastered this over and over again. And we've done it late into the night so many times. When, what, I've been thinking about it nonstop since the last time we recorded it. And it was like a fun failure. <laughs> yes. The very last time was we were delirious. From just like a tired day with the kids. And then we're just trying to loosen up a little bit a i drank bit yeah i drank a little too much wine mm-hmm. to loosen up there's just way too much <laughs> loosening up <laughs> to the point where my mind just like faded <laughs> we're calling this episode episode zero and it is kind of like an about us and about the podcast what we're going to be doing and we want it to make we want to make it short and succinct and simple so you guys know what to expect from us but Deep down, we also felt this compulsive need to over-explain ourselves. After the last time we recorded this, I it was it was really late at night already. It was like past midnight, and I was really frustrated with why we couldn't get this recording down. Mm-hmm. I remember, te- you know, we were texting each other at mm-hmm. one point, just saying like, "We can do this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's not over. We're not throwing it in the towel yet." Mm-hmm. And I think I came to this realization that. This need to over-explain myself is because I I felt like I needed to prove my worth. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that, that was a big realization. I didn't I didn't realize that at the time either. Like we, yeah, like we needed for me you know, too. Right. Mm-hmm. I think we both felt like we needed something to our name, you know, because we felt like nobody's yeah. starting this. Yeah, or almost like convince the listeners, right, of why we're worthy of listening to, yes. or like what we have to offer you, what our value is to exactly, your day yes. yeah you know I honestly have some PTSD about us recording um after episode after our episode zero attempts because I think I can say this for you too but I was still I mean despite the delirium of the wine I was trying really hard I, I was trying to hold on to my mental <laughs> like sharpness <laughs> as hard as I could and I really felt like we gave it our all, but it was still a lot of meandering in yes. this like forest of basically like, yeah, our worth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then in that feeling of like, we felt like we gave it our all and then our all didn't feel good enough mm-hmm. was very vulnerable. Oh, that stings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. And I think that's, you, you just said that really well because it really does go to the heart of why we why we even started this podcast yes right I think it's safe to say our goals in this moment as well as for the rest of our lives are to be Asian American women who are vulnerable who fight perfectionism who don't avoid right we've been calling it anti-avoidant who break cycles and who encourage one another yeah and we've had many conversations about how this is there isn't enough of this, especially in, in the Asian American community, you know, whether it's like amongst women or amongst Asian Americans. But um, yeah, I mean, we, we've, we feel like this is something we really value and um, we really aspire to 
I think it was a really cool realization that you had that we were almost like not living out these insecurities like in the recording, but mm-hmm. but I, I guess so, actually. I, I feel like it was a live moment of yeah. we were hitting a wall with mm-hmm. like trying wanting to, to be it, perfect. Yes, I was about to say trying to make it perfect. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, feeling like we couldn't be honest with ourselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, even in this moment, sitting with you and re-recording it actually I feel I feel pretty good about this today but um I've been fighting a lot of anxiety about trying to make all the other things in my life going around Mm, perfect mm -hmm. and it's like eating Mm -hmm. me alive so yeah I mean it's it's funny that we like caught ourselves like you were saying in that like live moment where we're doing it you know yeah and you know I feel like the moment that we had the realization that you know we were doing the things that we actively want to not do it was it was freeing in the sense that I don't know how would you describe it. Like I feel like that. I feel like naming it mm-hmm. made me made me think like, oh yeah, that's what it is, and mm-hmm. it kind of helped me. It that helped me loosen up more than really like drinking wine. Yeah, you've said that to me before too. Mm-hmm. That naming something, naming a feeling or a mm-hmm. fear or an insecurity, takes away. And that was its me. That power. was, was Brene Brown. <laughs> really? Well, like. I, I always remember that, whether mm-hmm. it's from you or Brene. Oh, shoot, everything is probably yeah, from Brene. This, this is just like a knockoff of like Brene's podcast. <laughs> okay, cut that part. <laughs> this is Brene Brown's spinoff <laughs> show called. Um, for me, it's, uh, it's, it's harder to defeat it than naming it mm. for me. Like, I feel like that bitch still creeps up on me, <laughs> even <laughs> that, if I name it. That bitch still be creeping. <laughs> Actually, I was going to ask you today if we were going to officially make our podcast clean, but I think I'm proving that it is impossible as long as I am on a mic. <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, I think you brought up that these qualities that we are, th- these qualities that we just talked about are, are really hard to come by and that we're really deeply enculturated in shame. I think shame's actually a really common common thing that people don't name and don't talk about a lot because it's almost like talking about shame makes you feel more ashamed Mm -hmm. but it doesn't always have the look of somebody cowering in a corner and like wet and trembling you know it's not like that (laughs) the The visual (laughs) not what I usually I just thought of like somebody being hosed down in a corner different imagery that conjured up i know there are a lot of things in the terrible labyrinths of my (laughs) mind (laughs) yeah like i feel like shame is interlaced in a lot of our perceptions about ourselves Mm -hmm. about others in our judgments of ourselves and others like just there's a lot of it that is sneakily embedded and so anyway yeah that's a huge goal for us also is to throw off our blanket of shame Mm -hmm. while we're trying to do this Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, I mean, I think that speaks to like we d- we just don't want to live in hiding anymore. Yes, yeah. I think tact and grace and diplomatic like social skills are important, but I do think habitual avoidance is hiding. Mm. I think people sometimes think that avoiding talking about topics is like for the you know better or for like no, but I think. I think a lot of the time you're justifying hiding mm-hmm. from issues that make you uncomfortable or that, you know, make you feel more insecure and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So 
you know, I mean, we're not being judgmental when we say this because we ourselves do this as well. And this obviously right. Yeah. Right. This case in point, this episode zero. Yeah. Should we air air our um, failed episode zero just to prove our point? Well, let's let's (laughs) horrifying. Add a little bit more clout under our belt. Is that ironic that I want to (laughs) like? I want to like beef up our resume first, and then we'll release all the failed before we before we is that get ironic? That vulnerable? <laughs> like that's hypocritical. Know, is that hypocritical? <laughs> okay, to be discussed in another episode. <laughs> okay, so do you want to talk about what the title means? Yeah, yeah. Like, but right before we started recording this, I was putting uh, my youngest baby down, and. I seriously was sitting there kind of experiencing PTSD about our last attempt Mm -hmm. and going, okay, stop rewinding and going over what y'all did last time. Just like get to the root of it, like get to the seed of your thoughts. And so Mm -hmm. I was like climbing through down deeper into like my desires about this podcast Mm -hmm. and like what you know, feelings are there. And I came to this. Our podcast is titled After the Kids Go Down, right? And something that I have felt chronically, like in parenthood, and Andrew and I often have good laughs about it, is you'll be so depleted from the day and just absolutely like bone tired and just can't wait until the kids go down so you can go to sleep. But as soon as the kids go down, mm-hmm. we get this massive second wind. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A massive second wind. And we're just like, oh, my God, like, what should we do yeah. now? Right. I saw uh, like one of those reels about that today. There's, you know, the thing it's like I have three outfits of me. Or what is it? It's like I, I there's like three. I have three looks. 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. You know, just like work, 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 take care of the kids. And then like four to seven is you're just dead to the world and you're trying to get the kids to bed. Like in a crazy zone. And then Mm -hmm. seven to like 2 a.m. You're alive. Yes. (laughs) Yes. After the kids go down. Yeah. And I'm talking like it's a monumental second wind. Like, I don't know if you've seen Sound of Music, but that's one of like my favorite childhood movies. Mm -hmm. Remember when Maria is up in the Alps, like swinging around? Yes. The hills are so fucking alive. (laughs) And, and I realized, like, yeah, it's a second wind to, like, veg and eat our snacks and watch the latest and greatest show and just, like, enjoy. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's, it's always also been a second wind to connect back with myself. Yes. Yeah. Connect with myself again in meaningful ways. Connect with others in meaningful ways. And, and piece together, I mean, seriously, I keep saying meaningful, but like piece together the meaningful thoughts and feelings mm-hmm. I've had throughout the day mm-hmm. or for weeks on end. And so I thought, oh my gosh, like that's what this podcast title means to me is mm-hmm. this second wind, mm-hmm. you know? What about for you? I, I agree with all of that. And, you know, we've talked about how in general this, this, having these conversations and recording this podcast has been very cathartic for us, a Mm -hmm. very cathartic experience for us. Mm -hmm. 
And I think after the kids go down, it's like the catharsis. <laughs> yeah. No, because you came up with the title. When when was that? Like, what was the last thought you had before it and, you know, was like that aha? Well, we say it very, me and you, at least, we say it very frequently. You know, yeah, it's we just still like, say it so frequently, yeah. which is so Yeah, funny. and every time, right. We say it so frequently because it is, I mean, I remember you had talked about it is a marker and it's just like a marker in the day. I believe like we, we are still us for the most part like I don't feel like we have to like disassociate with ourselves while the kids are awake but it is a grind it is Mm -hmm. an absolute grind to Mm -hmm. be a parent and you know if you're working in a parent if you're stay-at-home mom stay-at-home parent so yeah so I feel like after the kids go down it's kind of like you're coming up for a breath yeah Um, the kids are in bed house is quiet might be messy but it's quiet Mm -hmm. and it's it's being able to finish thoughts, but it's being able to dig a little deeper into the thoughts. Yeah. So about digging into our thoughts and connecting back with ourselves and others in meaningful ways. I mean, that goes straight into our hopes for this podcast. So our three hopes are, number one, we hope to inspire others to be authentic and mm-hmm. vulnerable. Inspire growth. Mm-hmm. And just, yeah, like those goals that we talked about earlier, right, about being vulnerable, about being um, anti-perfectionistic, anti-avoidant, and break cycles and encourage, like all of that. Like as we're doing that with one another, right, we hope that we inspire others to approach their relationships and conversations in that way as well. Mm -hmm. Our second hope is that we challenge, right? I feel like every time I come to the table with you, for a conversation, I do look to you to challenge like my thoughts and feelings. And I, and I think that's what valuable friends to me do, right? Like if my status quo isn't healthy necessarily, or is like, or, or could just um, use another perspective, mm-hmm. like I want my best of friends to, to challenge me, to mm-hmm. help me grow, mm-hmm. you know, of course, like done with kindness, right. But, mm-hmm. um, that's so important. I think if you're not growing, like you're dead. You're just like walking around dead with eyes open. Yeah. I um, think that's the thing about like, you know, women, women friendship, women friendships and mm-hmm. relationships too. You know, I feel like we, I feel like when, so when people think about challenge, it's not like we're like just butting heads and like, Mm-mm. you know, challenging for the sake of like pride or, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think there, it, there's just naturally this question of like, just questioning why are we living the way that we're living right and it i feel like it's like challenging with like this supportive like encouraging undertone of like let's all grow together Mm -hmm. you know yeah challenge comes with curiosity right i think and curious like a constant curiosity for for my you know our own life and other people's life i feel like it's very important so true and i I'm so grateful and I feel so blessed to like share a friendship with you where like we share a curiosity together mm-hmm. in our friendship. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the basis of why we end up having so many great unforgettable conversations. Mm-hmm. And our third and last hope is to entertain. Mm-hmm. I mean, we laugh so much. I laugh so much with we, you. Yeah. We talk. I mean, I don't want, I was gonna say we talk so much shit. We don't talk shit. We just like yeah. there's we're just stupid. Like, yeah. we're just... So like I mean from like laugh attacks over stupid, ridiculous, like unexplainable things to like anecdotal things during the day with the kids or you know just like out and about like with our 
family, friends, like mm-hmm. whatever, strangers. I mean, right. that can be, that's, that's such a, that's such a fun part. Yeah. It's, to share in that yeah. together. I think it will be relatable for people. And I think relatability is entertaining. Yeah. 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 If I think about like my favorite people in the whole world, I think it always has a component of laughter and humor for me. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's impossible for me to, I mean, like I am, I like to have deep conversations and, you know, people know that about me if you know Mm -hmm. me well enough, but I'm definitely not all seriousness. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of like, I think, you know, you can be self-deprecating and I think, you know, it's, it's yeah, (laughs) it's, it's honest. It's, there's no pretense. There's no pretense about like that. We have to be like this perfectly manicured and quaffed. Yes. Two women come together, you know, quaffed. And with all of this in mind, you know, all the stuff about our hopes for this podcast and, you know, who we want to be as Mm -hmm. Asian American women, here's a little bit of background on us. Okay. And we're going to keep it brief this time. Right. Because we don't have to prove our worth right now, right here, <laughs> right now, here. No. Not right now. No, no, no. <laughs> um, I am a 1.5 generation Korean American. Um, I was born in Korea and moved here to the States when I was four. I am currently a stay-at-home mom. I have three kids. I have a boy who is six years old and then two girls, three and a half and one and a half. Before I became a stay-at-home mom, the most recent job that I had was teaching students with learning disabilities. I guess the technical title of my job was um, educational therapist. What about you? I am a second generation Chinese Korean American um, and I, I always hesitate to say the Korean part because... I am three quarters Chinese and a quarter Korean. Why do you hesitate? I hesitate because I've always had this, I don't know, do you call it like a chip on my shoulder about, um, I think, I feel mm. like people think I want to be Korean. And I feel like this Ugh. is, this is going to be another episode. This like has to be feels like a whole, whole roast even episode. when you're saying it. I just feel so bad. Yeah. I feel like people think I just want to be Korean, mm-hmm. but my mom is half Korean. So I do feel like a little bit of obligation to say it. I am currently a stay at home mom. I have a seven-year-old and a three-year-old. And before I became a stay-at-home mom, I the most recent job I had was, uh, like the most meaningful um, job that I had right before I became a stay-at-home mom was I worked at a nonprofit in Chicago. And then on on the side, kind of too, I did a little bit of writing and editing. So we gave you a little bit of background on ourselves. and. These facts are not all there is to us, just like the facts about you are not all there is to you. So after the kids go down, we want to be able to talk and explore and have conversations that give us a fuller picture of who we want to become Mm. and learn to be as honest with ourselves as we can Mm -hmm. with having these kinds of conversations Mm -hmm. that feel very necessary to us Mm -hmm. as Asian American women. Mm -hmm. We, we know how hard it is to break through the service and go deep, especially with just the busyness of life. And perhaps you have little ones who are calling your name 20 times a minute. Like us. Yes. Right. Just the scattered scatteredness that we feel. Mm-hmm. But we hope that you'll join us and that these conversations speak to you as well. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at After the Kids Go Down 
also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Talk to you guys soon.